Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope today you once again find yourself blessed because we are truly a blessed people. If you are redeemed of the Lord, if you are a saved, if you are a Christ follower, you are a truly blessed person. We don't have any room to actually complain about anything. We don't have any place for griping and naysaying and discouragement in our lives because no matter how bad our lives may be, no matter how difficult the circumstances of our life are, our name is found in the Lamb's Book of Life. Something I have said over and over and will continue to say, for the redeemed the very worst day that you could possibly have here on this earth is your worst day for eternity. What awaits you is nothing but overwhelming joy. But for those who are not redeemed, the very best day you have here on this earth is the very best day you will have for eternity. And there's nothing that awaits you but sorrow and misery. So if you are of the redeemed and you woke up this morning, you can rejoice because your hope is still intact. You are still a son or a daughter of the Most High God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles today to... First John, the epistle of John, uh, first John that he wrote, chapter one, verse one, that which was, and this is what the, the apostle writes, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, and we have seen it and testify to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you may also have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ, we write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light... As he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and the word is not in us. Hallelujah. This is the first chapter 
of 1 John. How amazing these beautiful words that are written. Understand, I think this is basic Christianity 101. Understand, all of us are sinners. There is no one alive who has not sinned. And the punishment of sin is death. This is what, uh, what necessitates Christ to die on Calvary, that he, one who is without sin, can take the just punishment of our sin upon himself. His shed blood is the atonement, the offering for you and I. It is through him we were redeemed. Redemption rests fully and solely on the death and subsequent resurrection of Jesus Christ. Anything outside of that's a lie. Anything in addition to that is a lie. Jesus paid it all. Now John, a young man who who was called by the Lord to follow him and live to be in his late 90s, the only of the 12 who, uh, well, I should say the only of the 11, who did who lived out and died of a ripe old age and did not die um, uh, by, by persecution. As the Lord prophesied in the beginning he writes these words now understand this letter from john was written when john was much older but here's what he writes remember this that which was from the beginning which we have heard that which was from the he's speaking about jesus obviously but he's saying that which was from the beginning what beginning the beginning before anything Remember how he starts in his gospel? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That which was from the beginning. And he goes on to say, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched. He's saying... God stepped down and became flesh. We have seen him. We have heard him. We have looked upon him. Our hands have touched him. He was real. He was really here. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testify to it. And we, sh we proclaim it to you, the eternal life. He's saying we share it, that eternal life. As we go down, he says, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Understand this, brothers and sisters. As long as you are in this this corrupted form of flesh, you will always be have a battle raging within you 
of sin. This is not justification to walk in sin, to allow sin in your life. In fact, quite the contrary, we are called to walk in the light. And it is in the light that we have fellowship with God and that we should have fellowship with one another. We should not have fellowship with one another in sinfulness. Our fellowship with one another is to be found in the light. And anyone who fellowships outside of the light, anyone who condones sin in their life, and claims to have fellowship with God is a liar. Now, there's a difference between having fellowship in sin and stumbling in sin. The apostle is not writing and telling us it's okay to sin. What he's saying is that there will come times that you will stumble in sin. And when those times come, don't stress out about it. We have one who purifies us from all unrighteousness. He is faithful. Here it is in verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim to be a man or woman who walks without sin, oh, listen to me, my brothers and sisters, I have matured to such a level in my Christian walk that I have no sin in my life. And John is saying, you are a liar. You are a liar. He's saying if you go with through life and you don't sin, you deceive yourself. But we're called to walk in the light. We have a sinful nature that we battle against. That sinful nature, that, that sin-filled, polluted person that we once were, that dead man that is within us that fights to remain alive, our old nature, our who we used to be, our past, sin will fight to stay alive in our life as paul writes i can do all things through christ who strengthens me we find hope sin will bubble up in your life the temptation will be there and the temptation in and of itself is not wrong it like uh uh, when Cain was becoming angry with his brother because the Lord favored his brother's offering and not his, and the Lord spoke to Cain and said, Be careful, child. Sin crouches at your door. We have a choice at all times, at every turn, on how we respond to life how we engage life, we can engage life in sinfulness, which is to walk in the darkness, or we can engage life in righteousness, which is to walk in the light. Our responsibility is to choose the light at every turn, to not willfully give in to sin, not willfully give in to that darkness, not to make a choice and say, oh, well, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. No, you are devaluing what Christ did and looking for a justification for your own failure. Through Christ, you will 
conquer. But there will be times when you will stumble. And in those times, grace is extended. And when we confess that sin, we have one who will forgive those sins and restore us. Think about it. Be blessed and be the blessing. Hallelujah.